Voila, we are live. Yes. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, uh, Andrea Mason. It's such an honor to have you on this platform for women empowerment, sharing ideas and inspiring stories and tips to empower women from around the world. Thank you for joining me and welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor and privilege, Dr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone here. Thank you for tuning in. And this is going to be an amazing segment. So thank you. Absolutely. So I would like to introduce you, if I may. So Andrea is the voice, the global voice Mason. That's what you, she uh, likes to talk, call herself, and that's how she is known. She's an amazing woman with two decades of experience in personal development, in social work, and psychology. And Andrea is also certified as a global motivational speaker. So I am, and a coach, so I am so honored to have you. And she was under the mentorship of the one and only, Mr. Les Brown. Yes, wow. Absolutely. It How was it to be wow. with him? It was an amazing journey. I can't even, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it a million times. It's really? just very down to earth men, gentlemen. And it was just amazing because at that time, when I connected with Mr. Brown, was a time when uh, people say 2020. And I'd like to say in hindsight, it was clarity because it was when the world shut down and the employer I was working for closed the doors. And I was just like, now what? What am I going to do? And as I, I'm not really much on social media, as everyone can see, I really came to the full front mm -hmm. <laughs> in 2020, ex fully exposed, transparent and, and honest. But what happened was I was just thumbing through, just kind of figuring out what direction now. And all of a sudden on the feed of the social media said was a video. Now, mind you, my family has started in 2015 to kind of unplug whatever we were investing, food, wealth, money, media was all of our own choice. So we had began listening to positive motivational videos, whether it be audio or video. But to make a long story short, the world was shut down and all of, I, all of a sudden I hear on my feed, are you going through it or are you growing through it? Wow. And at that moment, I, love that. Time, I decided to choose to press play, plan my life according to me for uh -huh. you. And I connected. And I was, and it was an amazing experience and journey. He today is very close to my heart, very amazing young, amazing gentleman, and I'm grateful to have him as my mentor. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love how you always say whenever you write something, and I think that's amazing. Big dreams can and do come true, yeah. and I love that about you because you always write it as a write it as a reminder to everyone, really. Absolutely. I mean, how does that resonate with you? How well, you should tell me a bit, yeah. Yes, because you know we look at dreams as always being fantasy, something that may never happen, and it's these great expectations that we have when we're sleeping. But when I connected with Mr. Brown and he said, Andrea, dream big, 11 pounds. They didn't know now, but now they, they do now. They do now. And it was just amazing. It opened the door for me to be transparent and to take my losses and lessons and learn to listen and love and share it with the world. And we say, oh, I just dream one day, one day. But unfortunately, doctor, what happens is we put these dreams on these big, huge 
marquees mm -hmm. and feel like it's so impossible to achieve. And it's not. You take it step by step. And that's what I've learned upon my journey is taking it one step at a time, but altering, altering my perspective. Because you could look at a cup half full or half empty. True. And whatever you determine will be your future, your present. And if we don't allow ourselves to face our past, our past will continue to chase us. And it is truly important that we understand every single second Every single second. Now, 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 now. We have a choice to go mm -hmm. up, down, left, right, left, forward, or backward. But isn't that very difficult sometimes to really let go of the past? Because it haunts you. It's like anything can remind you of the pain from it or, you know, the tough experiences we all have gone through. I mean, our lives is full of challenges. How do you manage to kind of let go of it? Well... It's a, it's a great question. I don't let go of it. I okay. learn from it because if I let go from it, mm -hmm. I'm in a position where I can possibly have it again because it's in my subconscious. True. And I have not faced it. Mm -hmm. And that is what allowed me to excel in this industry because prior to that, I had to have experience in the industries of social work and psychology. Mm -hmm. social work to understand the different lifestyles that people lead and what they learn from their morals, ethics, and backgrounds and marry that with the psychology behind understanding the mind, the behaviors of individuals. Mm -hmm. I ask everyone right now for three seconds. Yes. Take a moment. Look where you were a year ago today, six months ago today three weeks ago today and yesterday. <laughs> Every single experience that you have experienced has brought you to this place. True. And when we look at it from hindsight with 2020 mm -hmm. clarity, mm -hmm. Steve Jobs says, connect the dot backwards so you understand where you are. Yes, great, of course. so true. And yes. I look at my life Yes, I've had trials and tribulations. I've had struggles, losses, and endeavors that I would not wish upon anybody else. Mm -hmm. But doctor, I wouldn't be here talking about the topics I have, the experiences, mm -hmm. the stories, and the coaching, and the lessons if I didn't understand and learn from it. I, I went from being a victim to now becoming victorious because I have unveiled myself to be completely vulnerable and transparent. I love this. Oh my God, you said so many things. I love it. And what you said so well, and we often don't do that, is when we look back and say where we were a year ago, six months ago, three weeks ago, or just a week ago. And yes. we often blame ourselves for not doing and going fast and doing things. But actually, when you look at it in reality, you have gone through a process. Yes. It's an ongoing process. And just appreciate that path appreciate that road that is taking you to become a better person. I love that. So well expressed. And, and it's true. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to add that it just takes, what does it take? I mean, maybe it takes you a few minutes, maybe one minute to just sit down with yourself and appreciate what you have gone through, what you have come, what you have become today. Right. And, and it goes with gratitude attitude, just taking three seconds. 
oh my goodness. Yes. I am still here. Yes. I still have work to be done. But look what I've gone through. And when we take that split second driving in the car, waiting online for our coffee or waiting for our children or even just waiting to be in uh, you know, on air, mm -hmm. just take three seconds, deep sigh in and out and just say, I'm still here. Look at what I've gone through. And I think that's what we have to remind our leaders, our mentors, our mm -hmm. coaches, and all authoritative figures, mm -hmm. especially parents. I wouldn't be here if I didn't go through what I went through. And we have to understand sometimes the mistakes, the you know, missing that opportunity or not getting that position has said, well, I got something better for you. Mm -hmm. And when we change and shift our perspective, that's when all happens. Beautiful. So shifting the perspective is basically being grateful for yes. little things that you have, really. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's how you can really shift your vibration and attract more good things into your life. Yes. But yes. when you're lost in feeling that you don't have luck, you know, only you attract only negative things, it gets very hard to be able to shift that. Oh, absolutely. And what I'd love for people to do when they are lost, mm -hmm. when they are trapped, two things. First, yes. immediate shift. Taking notes because this Thinking. is very important. Yeah. Think of something that makes you happy. Yeah. Whether it's a, a, a snack, a person, mm. a memory. Take one second and just think of it. Close your eyes and just say, <sighs> Very nice. And I'll even cut it down even simpler. I mentioned this in another segment. Say happy. Happy. You can't say happy without smiling. Yes, a good one. No. So everybody who's watching us, just say happy. This yes. is a moment to raise your vibration. If you're watching us live, say mm -hmm. happy and write us something on the chat so that I can see you. If it's a replay, hashtag replay and say happy. Yes. I love that. Yes. Let's raise everybody's vibration to feel happy. And I think that's what we forget. We are frequency beings. We are light beings. It's not the physical. It's not what we wear. It's not what we drive. It's not what we where we live. It's inside. And you have a choice to be happy. We talked earlier about the blame game. How is that benefiting you? Because yes. truth be told, as I teach a personal freedom to the healing power of forgiveness and resiliency, uh -huh. how is that benefiting you? Because nine times out of ten, that individual, that circumstance, that incident, it's long gone. They're not even thinking about it. That's true. It's but very true. Take, it's in the past. Yes. And we take the anchors, that baggage, that hurt. Yeah. Because somewhere, somehow in our subconscious mind, we have accepted and mm -hmm. given permission to someone that we should feel that way. We're deserving of feeling that way. Think wow. about someone that you admire, a family mm -hmm. member, a coach, someone that you admire in the media, or even just someone in your hometown. What are the traits that attract you to that person? 
and what are the traits that reflect you from others. Mm -hmm. Once you define those, that's who you become. Yes. And, okay, that's very good. So usually the traits that attract us to someone, Mm -hmm. it's very hard to to really pinpoint them because they have a whole attitude, right? And the attitude, it's just everything. It's the way they think, the way they feel, the way they act. And it's really hard to feel that, but you feel drawn sometimes. And that's what makes the difference between people who become a magnet, who become people you want to be around, you want to listen to. I mean, what's your take on that? I mean, how can you describe that shift that someone can do to become like the person he admires or like the role model he's aspiring to be? It is comes down to the question of, is this benefiting me and making me stronger? Mm-hmm. Because if, you know, I've been a victim of bullying and abuse of every sort yeah. throughout my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I realized, am I deserving of this? Mm-mm. Is this what I want? Did I, did I invite this to my life? And when I realized that I was attracting people for the wrong reasons, just to be a people pleaser, to get attention, to seek knowledge from, wow, kind of one of two ways, Mm. being taken advantage of or being neglected. Mm -hmm. And when you look at what is your reasoning for being around such individuals, then seeing how they treat you, put your hand over your heart. It does this align with what I want for myself and my loved ones? Mm-hmm. Is this how I want others to treat my loved ones or myself? Because honestly, we are still up and developing in this world to learn about self-love. Yes, exactly. And what has happened is the stigmatism, the stamp that... Self-love is selfish (laughs) and it's completely contradictory. Yes. When you can look in the mirror Mm -hmm. and love yourself wholeheartedly, that's the true authenticity and what makes us unique and different from everybody else. Very nicely. And it's true. And when you love yourself so much, it's like you have more love to give and we often see people giving 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 and all what you do is eating yourself up by Mm -hmm. giving so much outside that you find yourself hollow you found yourself who's giving who's feeding you who is feeding that love back to you if it's not you and that's why self-love is everything yeah absolutely and it's important that we understand that and we teach it to others. Yeah. How do you self-love if you've been a victim? How do you self-love if you've been abused? How do you self-love if you've been neglected? By forgiving yourself? Yes. And that's really take us to the core point of this discussion today is really about resilience. We often say, you know, to be successful, you need to be able to to go through failure and stand back up, to go through struggle and stand back up, to go through problems and and still stand back up. How do you express through your story resilience and what gave you that resilience and how did you strengthen it up when you needed it? 
it's happened every segment of my life, wow. starting at an early age. Uh -huh. I was born under the war-torn drug zone era of its prime wow. during the cartel in Colombia, South America. Uh -huh. My parents were unable to care for themselves, let alone anybody else. But they mm -hmm. decided to sacrifice and put me up for adoption and send me to America. Wow. I came to America at 11 pounds at 11 months old. That's a pound per month. Oh, my God. And I was welcomed oh, with open arms and unconditional love of my parents. Wealthy, mm -hmm. healthy, and successful, and loving. And they told me at the age of seven, when I was able to understand that I was adopted, that I was their treasure. Little beknownst to me, unbeknownst to me, every step forward was tragedy. Why? How could you understand and comprehend? Kids can be cruel, right? So during my upbringing years, Dick, yes, it was, Rogers, it was Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. I felt like everybody understood everybody. But then we came to school, elementary school. How could you not know your parents? How could your parents give you up at 11 months old? They didn't want you. Who else is Children can be very cruel. Yes. Yes. And so I had to Children work. can be very mean to each other. Yes. I had to work 10 times harder just to get by in school to avoid being shoved into lockers, thrown into trash cans, because I looked different from everyone else. I sounded different. I looked even different from my parents. Mm. And you get this feeling of, I'm still looking for that missing piece in the puzzle. I want to be accepted. I want to be loved. I want to be heard. Mm. And when you go through that through stages of your life, I felt after a while, I started to believe in the false beliefs. I'm not worthy. I'm abandoned. I'm neglected. My, you know, only people that are going to love me is my adoptive parents. Wow. And when you don't learn to love yourself, mm. then you become numb. Everyone you turn away from. My relationships were horrible. My connections, my family, my friends was horrible because I didn't have a self sense of identity. There was no photographs, even to this day, no medical records of my parents. So wow. I was with a blank slate. And, and when I was trying to connect with people, to appease them, to connect with them, to get, to join the club. Right. Taken advantage of or left behind. And that is what I decided when I became going through the abuse and the neglect from my peers, sexual, physical, spiritual, emotional, mental, and then trying to fit in. That's when I decided I was going to go into the mm -hmm. industries of social work and psychology to change that, to help people such as myself. I love that. And that's your why. And your why is so deep and powerful. <gasps> Amazing. And when I decided to go into those industries, I was still shunned because I went into the industries with a clean slate. I was going to talk to individuals in need as individuals, not as clients, not as homeless, not as orphans, not as drug addicts, murderers. Mm. And although I made a beautiful connection with each and every one, to this day, I know most of their names. I was 
frowned upon by my peers and supervisors. You need to go in with this medical record for protection, this psychiatric evaluation, this assessment. I said, that's someone's wow. mother, father, daughter, yes. sister, or brother. And when the, it didn't change and we're still working on educating the, the world about mental health, mm -hmm. it has nothing, nothing to do with intellect but everything to do about the level of function and the heightened awareness of their chemical imbalance or experiences that they've been only exposed to. And so what they've learned is all they've known, yes. Their background, their environment, how they grew up and where yes. they grew up. Their nature and nurturance, that's what it comes down to. Because the first seven months of your life is your nature. The next seven is your nurturance. Hmm. So early. Yes. Seven and months. Yeah, it was around that time, give or take. But what I learned this year, well, yeah, this year, uh -huh. the beginning of the year, we've had terrible thunder and lightning storms. And I didn't really understand. I was in a fetal position, always shaking, always nervous mm -hmm. until someone had brought it to my attention. What does it remind you of? I said, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to find out. They said, think about it. Lightning, lightning, thunder, you know, pouring rain. What does it sound like? And they brought it to my attention of explosions. Yes, when you were four, when I was a baby. And it, it's still, after all these years, I didn't understand it. Now that I'm aware of it, it still shuns me, but not as traumatic. Because you understand, isn't that, wow, this is so revealing because so the baby, before even knowing anything or talking, he absorbs everything around, everything. Absolutely. When you so, think about it during motherhood, you know, I, I remember <laughs> I, I just love music. Music is my yeah. because it's a universal language. You throw sure. from like classical to reggaeton, hip hop, whatever, it brings huh? you to a place. Yes. When I was, you know, um, you know, Plant Parenthood, it was, I would always play music and I would just see my body kind of move to it during the stages, during the stages. And to this day, you know, our son loves music. It's of course, because yeah. it's what's nature and nurturing and think about it. What we feel as the late, great Mr. Bob Proctor says, if you can see it in the mind, you could hold it in your hand. Exactly. Even not by choice, subliminally. Mm -hmm. And we must be tapped into that. Absolutely. And that's why you need to focus to the good things and yes. let go of whatever is hurtful. And what I love, one of my mentors brought this, you know, kind of said this when, when I was working with her. It's like, is this helping you or harming you? And how severe can it be? Think about it. If you get into an argument with someone, is it helping yeah. you or, or hurting you? Is it that severe or are you dipping back into previous situations just That's to kind of do a domino effect for a win? Yeah. Not about uh, competition. It's about listening and compromising. Yes. And it's not about reacting, but it is when you hear something you don't like, 
you respond. You yes. have to learn how to not to react because when you react, it means it is triggering something in you that you carry. I mean, and you just said, and what you discovered today in this call is that it's like seven months, baby. I mean, imagine we have no idea what was around us, around a baby when he's less than seven months. Absolutely. And we also have to be mindful even at the latter stages. Mm-hmm. When we have these, oh, I remember when my mom or dad said this. Question yourself and go to the source. Did they really say that? Because kids can fabricate and their imagination is at their highest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did my mom really say that? Did that my dad really say that? And I had a situation where somebody I worked, I connected with them only to realize, oh my goodness, they never said that. It wow. was in my head, false belief. Wow. So often we, we interpret things the way we want it. Yes. And that is one I fell victim to several, several times again, because I have to cross check myself. Wait, is this is what I want to believe to to win the argument, the situation or the or the situ or the incident? Or is it really what I believe or am I fabricating this to have a one up? And that's when we have to be mindful. Competition is so key because you're the only competition you really have is the person in the mirror. It's just you, and you focus on that. Yes. Yeah. If I start focusing on other individuals to make me happy, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm setting myself up for failure, for false oh, expectations. Yeah. And we always say, well, you're making me mad. You're making me sad. No. Take a second. I am creating that in my mind. And I remember, you know, the moment that I had experienced that when my mother fell ill. And I was like, how could you, like, I don't understand. How could she be sick? How, I, why? Why would somebody do this to someone who has not a bad bone in their body? And I remember we were, you know, celebrating my parents' birthday two weeks apart. Mm. And I said to my father, well, you know, you know, where are you? You guys are usually on time. Because when we have a party, everybody has a party. Everybody shows up. And they are the type of individuals that they have friends from elementary school, nursery school. Mm-hmm. And I had called my father. I said, okay, I can't do this anymore. You know I stink at lying, which is a great quality. I said, we have a lot of people here for your birthday. And he said, unfortunately, mom's not well. She won't be able to attend. Mm. Five minutes later, because it was local, he brings my mom in and she sees everyone from entire life celebrating their birthdays. And I remember sitting on her lap and she's like, you know what? These are the cards that were dealt. I'm not going to get upset. I just have to play them out right I could be here today, 10 10 years, 15 years, who knows? Mm. I'll never forget that moment, that Monday. I was working the late shift, and all of a sudden I heard the front door close, and I was just like, that's weird, you know? And I remember waking up. I said, what happened? You don't have work? Did day off? Confusion of schedule? I said, even a dog didn't bark. And they stood there and just said, she's gone. Mm. And I 
to be resilient, to talk about forgiveness. I didn't forgive myself because I said, did I set my mother up for an early repast? For those of you who don't know, repast is a celebration of the individual's life after they pass. Uh, and you had the party before, so you felt yes. guilty. Yes, for two years, doctor. I went to her grave site, which mm -hmm. is over an hour one way. Rain but it's nothing to do with you. And I, my family member finally snapped it into me and said, she's not there anymore. She's here. She always will be. She always be, yes. And it just shows that the power of the mind is everything. It's a muscle. But what mind over matter really means, what's in your yeah. mind matters. And it wasn't until years later that I suppressed everything. I'm going back to work. My mom is, you know, crossed over. It's fine. I'm just going right back to the grind. And I ended up in the hospital February 2016, over a week. Mm. I went to see, to work, and then I, I fell ill. And I. next thing I know, I was reaching for my inhaler. And they said, okay, we're going to take you to the hospital to run some tests just to make everything, show everything's clean. Went home, went to sleep, got ready for the next day, and I got a call from the doctor. Andrea, we need you to come in. Mm. I said, no, I have school, I have work, I have family to tend to. Andrea, it's best. It's doctor's orders. Who's going to argue with a doctor, right? So I go in, and they said there was an oversight. Mm. One of the tests deems you class 5 diagnosis with myasthenia gravis. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I said, what? Mm. Next thing I know, I woke up in the ICU and hooked up to machines. When mm. I was breathe, unable to use my limbs. Mm. And my, I remember my family saying, you need to come home. You don't deserve to be there. Yes. And again, to the late, great Mr. Proctor, as we, I mentioned earlier in the segment, that I we followed the law of attraction, the secret. And spoiler alert, there was a metal ex, medical excerpt. I mm. followed it. Next day, the treatment team came in and said, look, we're doing everything we can. But the only way you can be clear discharge is if you eat on your own will, use your limbs, and maintain your own breathing. Well, mm. team came in. I draped my feet over the hospital bed, jumped down, went to the nurse's station, and back. And to this Good. day, February 23rd, 2016, to this very day, I have mm. a bill of health. Oh, my God. I am so touched by your story and by your resilience and by believing in, it's like by understanding that the mind has such a power and, and your body has such a healing power, yes. you need to be able to tap in it. Yes. And it's only you who can do it. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You know, I, I like to give two analogies depending on the audience. So for the kids out there and the younger yeah. generation, what happens when you're in a group and somebody says, well, I have to go to the bathroom? Well, now I have to go to the bathroom. Now I have to. It's a. It's a Everybody does the same too. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we think of or what we hear or want to relate, it will happen. Because yeah. Attracted to your life. Exactly. And then for the, with, for the adults out there, think about this. You aspire to inspire and want to be like so-and-so. Mm. You tell me what the difference in time, mindset, and makeup makes you different from that individual. 
alter it, accept it, but really we're all, we're all yes. And that's what we have to be mindful of. We are all this is beautiful. Yeah. What an amazing story. So inspiring. And so, you know, it just gives hope and faith to everyone that don't ever give up. Carry on no matter what. You can create a beautiful life when you believe and embrace whatever comes. Not feel that it's against you. It's for you. It's to make you stronger. It's to make you grow. Yes. And as women, we must learn to rise and unite, not conquer and divide. Yes. Every time we conquer and divide, we're we are attributing and validating what being said about women. True. And that's why, you know, by sharing story, by helping each other, by growing together, by rising together, yeah. we can make a difference in the yeah. world. And that's what we just did. Thank you yeah. so much for being here. Your story yeah. would resonate with so many women and so and men also. I mean, this is yeah. about resilience and resilience to its highest level. Absolutely. Well done. And I thank Beautiful. you for having me. Honey, thank you. I'm going to leave all the links for everyone to meet Andrea. She's such an amazing lady. And I'm so honored to have you with us, to have you in our community. It's yeah. really nice to, to, to listen to your beautiful story. Well and done. As it is about everyone and it is about others, service to others, I welcome you and offer a complimentary coaching session with me. Wow. That's yeah. so generous. I will leave the links in every, for everyone. Absolutely. Thank you, Andrea, for being here. Bye -bye. Thank you so much, Doctor. Have a wonderful evening. You too.